Real Coach JB, star Netflix show, Last Chance You. You're listening to everybody's favorite coach. All you high school coaches, players alike, listen in. Don't be slaps. Pay attention. Hey, man, you'll get some good content. It's the Real Coach JB. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor. Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and this is part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast Network, our football show called Tri-States Inside the Huddle. Checking in shortly via the Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance Hotline will be Coach Frake. From the Cascade Cougars to talk about the upcoming season. The Cougars are coming off a season where they went 5-4, and four, had a first-round exit in the playoffs, but props to them for making a playoff run and making it to the playoffs. It is very difficult to do. I want to thank all the Cascade faithful for making this happen. So a little background, and I'm not sure exactly what happened. I sent emails out to all the local coaches in the middle of July, and... Coach Frake responded to me a week after I had sent the email. He sent me an email on July 31st saying he was interested. That email did not get delivered to me until the middle of August. I'm not sure if it was a district firewall set up on my end, if it was a district firewall in the Western Dubuque school district, but Kathy Cade Faithful kept on reaching out saying, you got to make this happen. You got to make this happen. And I just assumed when I didn't hear from Coach Frake that he was a school employee, like many that do not check their school email during the summertime. So I reached out on Facebook. I reached out on Twitter. And again, he got back to me within a week. He was super excited to talk Cascade football. And I'm very excited to have him on because Cascade, even though it's one of my smaller markets, is one of my biggest market Cascade episodes often outperform some of my bigger 4A and 3A schools that I cover. So again, not sure what happened. Email sent out in the middle of July to all the coaches. Coach Freight got back to me one week later on July 31st, but that email was not delivered to me until the middle of August. This episode in this season of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, Tri-States Inside the Huddle, would not be possible if it was not for our great sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance, Assured Partners through Eric DeSouza, Kramer Pest Control, Sam Herrig Agency through State Farm, Extreme Strength and Sports Performance, Lane Madsen, State Farm Insurance, The Log Cabin, The Dog House, J.J. Butcher with Realty One, Harris Golf Carts, Ultimate Sports Weekend, Bar Raising Fitness, and last and certainly not least, 
Comer Masonry. Without further ado, Coach Frake will be checking in here via the Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance Hotline. Coach Frake, thanks for joining us on Tri-States Inside the Huddle. We did have an audience question come in for you, and some people are wondering, what are your thoughts on how the scrimmage went Friday night? What are some things that you thought the boys did well? And then if you're open to sharing, I know football coaches like to keep some of these things to themselves, but what are some things you think the boys need to fine tune before they have their opener coming up here on Friday? Yeah, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I know there's there was some uh, communication, and it's, uh, we're kind of lagging behind some of the other people you've had on there, uh, on here. So I appreciate the time and, and for uh, having me uh, be able to come on and uh, talk a little Cascade football. But yeah, we were uh, after you know a week of camp and a couple weeks of practices, we were able to go to, down to Albertnet. We were at their place last Friday night, and um, you know, going into the season, um, we knew we had some players. We had we had some talent returning quarterback Will Hush and some skilled guys with uh, Cass Hoffman and Ty Frazier and um, you know Nate Shockamil is a junior returner, um, and uh, Juan Alvarado is a receiver. We had a pretty good player, quick kid for us, and you know, but uh, our biggest question mark was our line. We we. We got to find some kids. We have a couple of returners and Bane Modernak and Brody Beecher who are actually sophomores and just going to be juniors. But we knew we were going to have to have some young kids. So, uh, oh, and Gil, Gil Noonan's also a junior who he didn't start for us, but uh, got a little playing time. So we, we basically had three juniors and then two sophomores who were starting uh, with Justin Pry and Kaysen Rouse. So we're pretty young, you know, and experienced in that offensive line. So going into the scrimmage, you know, we were, we were a little worried about uh, – what we we're going to have. And, you know, defensively, we're not very big. I think we have three kids uh, in the program that are over 200 pounds. So you don't see that very much. So um, we're trying to do some things, be, be aggressive, um, use our athleticism, use our quickness. You know, we have a lot, like I said, a lot of depth, a lot of skill guys that I think can do a lot of good things. And we have some sophomores I think are stepping up that we're definitely going to use this year. But uh, going down there, we really didn't know what to expect. Uh, you know, having just practice, and quite honestly, in high school football nowadays, especially with the numbers we have, we just don't hit a lot in practice. We, you know, when you're scrimmaging, when you're doing some seven on sevens and live stuff, some one on ones, you know, it's not full contact. And so that first time you get a, you get to use your pads and play against someone else. And um, Almernet uh, had a pretty good year last year. We knew they had a couple good receivers. And, you know, they'll always have some talent athletes and some good size. Um, and talking to their coach before we scrimmage, I think he's kind of excited for a season. So uh, we started with, out with our JV kids. And to be honest, they haven't got tons of time in uh, practice. And, you know, they performed pretty well. I think, uh, you know, they had the ball a couple of times. We had the ball a couple of times, gave up a couple of touchdowns. But I think we scored and had another chance for a big play. So we got off to a pretty good start there. Then when the varsity started, uh, um, you know, they had the ball, but, uh, you know, you get about 15 minutes, I think, is what they put on the clock. And Albernet moved the ball a little bit, but our defense actually played pretty well. Um, stuffed their run game pretty good where, you know, we gave up some short pass plays and some first downs, but we never gave up that big play. Unfortunately, we did have an injury early. Um, so before we even had the ball, our, our offensive center, and like I said, we're very inexperienced on our line, kind of 
twisted his ankle, so he wasn't able to go. So immediately we're, we're rotating our uh, our offensive line, and we get Wes Napper, a junior who, who hasn't played football in a few years, hasn't been out his freshman sophomore year. Um, came back out this year, so he all of a sudden is playing tackle for us. We rotated a guard to center and a tackle to guard, and you know we tried tried some things on the line, and we we're able to to move the ball. We we probably you know offensive uh, our, our success is probably going to be through the air, and I think you know throughout the night we were able to move the ball through the air. We hit a couple nice run plays, but but nothing you know just moved the chains a little bit. We didn't have too much. Uh, big gains out of the, the run, but our passing game was effective most of the night. And a lot of those kids touched the ball, you know, Ty Frazier, Nate Shockamil, uh, Juan Alvarado. Um, you know, we have a sophomore, Brody Iding, and even Eli Fritz. Um, Cass Hoffman is going to be our main running back. And so a lot of good things, a lot of good things through the air. Um, and then defensively, like I said, I think we, until we went kind of goal line situations, I think we held them out of the end zone. So, um, the biggest thing we got to do uh, to improve on, on what we got established Friday night is, you know, we got to be more physical in the trenches. Um, we really, like I said, you know, they had some good sized kids, but uh, I know throughout the year we're going to get some competition who are going to challenge us physically. Um, and, and it's going to be whether we can step up to that challenge and dictate the pace of the game by using, using our athleticism, using our speed is going to be very important for us this year. And the Cougars, they open up on Friday, August 25th at Maquoketa Valley. Coach, looking at your schedule, it looks like you have a pretty difficult schedule. You looks like your first three games might be on the road with your home opener being on September 22nd against Regina. Are the Cougars this year, Coach, are you returning any all-state, any all-district, or any all-conference players? If so, who are some of those players and what is it about their game that makes them a cut above the rest to get that distinct recognition? Yeah, to, to start with our schedule, we start with Makoga Valley on the road. And, um, you know, I, I actually, before I came to Cascade, I think this is my 19th year at Cascade. I actually coached at Makoga Valley for uh, uh, nine years. So I have a lot of respect, still know a lot of people over there know some of the families, know some of those kids. So it should be fun. Uh, I know they did some construction this year, and, uh, redid their facilities and got some new bleachers and press box. And it's always fun to go back there, and, you know, uh, play a, a school that you coached at before. So that's our first game. And then we do get Hudson at home uh, week two. Um, they come here. It's kind of interesting, you know, when the state does your schedule, you get a pick, you know, kind of the, the teams you would like to play. And we didn't put Hudson, and from my knowledge, Hudson didn't put us. Mm. But the state just happened to put us together, which was interesting. And then our third game is Monty, um, and I think that one's on the road. And that, that stretch right there, week three, four, five, we're going to play uh, Monticello, West Branch, and Regina. That'll that'll tell us a lot about our season. I think, you know, West Branch and Regina always have uh, – strong tradition and, and you know I, I assume most people are going to think those two are going to be at the top of our district so uh, week three four five is going to be very important for us um, as far as individuals we have returning um, Cass Hoffman was a first team uh, all district player last year uh, played a little receiver for us and I think was uh, our second leading tackler as a junior uh, he's going to play some running back uh, he is going to play a little receiver we're going to try and put him in a lot of different places to get him the ball um, and then he's going to be back, of course, on defense. Um, 
And then uh, Nate, Nate Shockamil, uh, I think was maybe second team last year uh, as a sophomore. Uh, kind of played a lot of different positions on defense, played uh, some DN, played some linebacker. We're going to use him more at linebacker this year. Uh, Ty Frazier, um, uh, another senior, was a uh, um, uh, second-team all-district player for us, I believe, last year. I think Ty did lead us in tackling, was, had some uh, good receiver stats for us. And then, of course, Will Hush, our quarterback, was a first-team. So we got a couple uh, first-teamers, a couple second-teamers. Uh, Will did an excellent job for us as a junior at quarterback. And, you know, our offense and, is going to go with Will. He uh, made some great decisions last Friday night at Albernet. Uh, the type of offense we're running this year is – it's going to be really uh, conducive to what fits Will game, his game. He's a very heady kid, a very athletic kid. We're going to use him. Uh, he's going to he's a mobile kid who can move and run the football every now and then. He's still got a good arm, and you know uh, he's going to get the ball out and make a lot of great decisions. So um, when it comes to just what sets those kids apart, is that they just they're good athletes. You look at those kids. I think they're they're all baseball kids. Uh, Cass and and, and Will and uh, Ty and Nate. So they had a lot of success and got down to the state tournament and uh, baseball. And I think they're, you know, took a couple of weeks off and they're just going to continue that. Hopefully it's football. Coach, thank you for clearing that up about your schedule. Bound has Hudson as an away game, but it lists it as um, the location is Cascade High School. You mentioned some players here. I had the opportunity to meet Will um, this past week. He was catching at a semi-pro game, and I was umpiring home play. Really nice kid. He's coming in with a quarterback rating of 115.8. He had 12 touchdown passes. Now, you have Cass Huffman, who's going to do your everything, on offense, it sounds like he had 272 yards on the ground with two touchdowns, and he was your leading receiver that's returning with 31 receptions and had five TDs. Now, your defense looks like it's going to be a strong suit. So, Ty Frazier is returning. He was your leading tackler with 60 and a half, two sacks. And then your secondary looks like it's going to be tough, coach. You have all of your guys who led the team in interceptions returning and Ty Frazier who had two Cass Huffman who had two will also had two as well coach is there anybody that you haven't mentioned who may not last year have been all conference or all district or maybe they're new to the school maybe they're new to the program maybe they didn't play varsity last year but who are some guys who might be new suiting up for varsity this year and what do they bring the Cougars yeah, like I said, uh, that's going to be our biggest thing is, is developing some of that depth and, and finding some guys who, uh, you know, especially early in the year. And, and then as the season goes on, let's knock on wood, hope it doesn't happen. But let's be honest, football is a physical game and you're going to have some injuries and you're going to have some kids get banged up. So, um, you know, we're going to have to develop that depth and, and get some players that, you know, we might not have mentioned. Um, you know, it's pretty early in the year and we're, we're trying to figure those things out. But like I said, I think, you know, a kid like Juan uh, Alvarado, uh, you know, he played some linebacker for us last year but didn't want to get a lot of touches on offense. I think he's he's going to be a little more instrumental in our offensive game. And like I said, a couple sophomores uh, with uh, Brody Otting and Eli Fritz have a chance to do some things. And, you know, even, uh, um, you know, some, some other sophomores, uh, we have uh, Carter Conrad, we have uh, – 
um, Charlie Toll. We have Calvin Modernock. Um, we just have a, a, that sophomore group has some good athletes and some kids, I think, who can be some playmakers for us and provide that depth. We do have some, some new players, some upperclassmen uh, who haven't played in a few years. Um, you know, Wes Adams and Evan Vogel. And, you know, they've been involved and Evan's been a wrestler. And now, you know, he's been out for football and now he's back out. So hopefully those guys, uh, along with that, that offensive line, um, you know, uh, Gil Noonan, Bain Modernock, Brody Beecher, uh, Casey Roush, Justin Pry, those kids are just going to have to come up and make plays for us. Um, you know, because uh, that, that's the thing about football. It's a great team sport. It's the ultimate team sport. Um, you can't do it. Uh, you know, you have, a, you have a great pitcher, not to, to knock on baseball or get down on baseball, but you have, a, you have a guy who's throwing strikes and keeps the team off balance and, you know, they, they hit about four or five balls right at you. you. A pitcher can take you a long way. Excuse me, you can't do that in football. It, it takes, you know, 15, 16, 17 guys uh, uh, to get through a football season. Um, and, uh, you know, basketball, you, you get a hot point guard who's, who's knocking everything down and gets on a roll and, you know, he can carry a basketball team. You just can't do that in football. Um, so, you know, that's that's why we we – need as many players as we can to have great seasons and stay healthy. Coach, I agree with you 100%. And I am a baseball guy, but in football, you can be a great quarterback that can drop dimes all over the field, or you can be a running back. But if you don't have anybody to block for you, if you don't have five guys to block for you or somebody to catch for you, you are right. Football is the ultimate team sport. Cascade had a good year last year. They went five and four. They did make the playoffs. They did suffer a first-round loss. How do we build on that playoff appearance from last year? What do the Cougars have to do to return to playoff football? Yeah, you know, we had a great senior class last year and right, lost some great players like every high school team is going to do. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that kind of curtailed us at the end of last season is we lost our All-State running back, Jack Minster, about week, I think, seven or eight last year, played a couple games without him, and then obviously the playoff game. So, you know, that that's football. you gotta you got to overcome those injuries, but you just hope they don't happen because if they happen to the wrong guys, then, you know, it, it makes it tougher on the rest of the team and the morale. So, you know, I think we just have to stay healthy, take it one week at a time. Like I said, I think there's great competition in our district. I read the Gazette's kind of uh, preview for us. I think they thought maybe four or five teams, uh, they didn't know who, who was a district favorite between uh, West Branch, back, uh, excuse me, West Branch, Regina, us, and Wilton. And then uh, we have Durant and Beckman even in there. But I think they kind of talked about four different teams they thought had a chance to win the district. So uh, from week one to week eight, there's a lot of things that are going to happen. And, you know, we just have to keep getting better every week and get through these first few weeks and stay healthy until uh, we get to district play. Coach, I know from doing this many years, I was only as good as my coaching staff. Talk a little bit about your coaching staff. Who are some of the coaches? What are their roles and what impact have they had on the program? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, basically uh, I've been doing this a long time and I'm, I'm trying to empower my coaches even more. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Ryan out here kind of has taken over the offensive coordinator position. He's, he's calling the plays for us. Uh, we kind of all sit down, you know, it's, it's not just him, you know, we put a game plan together and talk about what we think.
think successful and not successful and things we can do, but he's going to be the one who's sending in the plays and kind of the mastermind behind our offense this year. Uh, Nate Meyer, and, and Ryan's been with me for several years. Nate Meyer is going to be our defensive coordinator. He actually played for me and had a great career back in the day. Uh, one of my, I think he was a sophomore in my first years uh, here. So I had him for three years and, you know, he kind of started our program with some of the successes him and his, his classmates had. So uh, he's going to be our defensive coordinator. This will be his first year doing that. Uh, so it'll be fun to, to watch him. And, you know, he's been doing a lot of great things and implementing a lot of uh, important things for us. Um, so that's basically at the varsity level, us three. And then uh, our JV staff is uh, Tyler Menke and Kurt Trum. And, you know, those guys really help us a lot. I say they're at the JV staff, but you know, every day they're working with our varsity kids. We all practice together, and you know they're on the sidelines and and uh, impacting our kids just as much as the varsity coaches. So we have five guys on our staff, and uh, you know uh, they've all uh, um, three of them have played for me before. Ryan is the only one who hasn't. Kirk Trump played for me. Tyler Mankey played for me. So I don't know if that just means they're mold or uh, you know at least some of my players like me that they were willing to come back and keep coaching. So and they love the community. They love the the um you know the the kids and and they're they they come back here and they live in town and they just want to be a part of it so that's always fun to see and that'll mean that next generation will um, keep building on some of the things we've done in Cascade football program so uh, yeah it's a it's a young staff and an energetic staff and you know they have a lot of fun with the kids and it, it should be exciting to hopefully see what we can do this year. You're right. It's all it's all about having fun. And it is the ultimate compliment when guys that have played for you want to come back and and want to coach for you. And then also makes it easier for you because they know your expectations and they know what you expect of the players. I watch a lot of football shows, coach, and it's always quarterback centric. And a lot of times they'll tell you a team can only go as far as their quarterback can take them. You're returning a good one and will hush. What can you tell us about him and who are some of his backups in, in the program if uh, if Will needs to, to take a breather or you are up big and you need to put somebody else in there to prevent Will from getting hurt? Yeah, like I talked about earlier, you know, Will's uh, had a great year with the first team all district last year and I, I expect him to continue and build on what he did last year. He's going to have a lot more chances. He doesn't have that all-state running back, but you know, we're, we're moving Cass Huffman from receiver to running back, and we have a couple other kids, you know, are going to split time back there. But he, he just gets us in the right position. Uh, he makes the right reads, and, and he's just uh, takes care of the football. And he's a leader for us. He's quiet, but he definitely, you know, um, with his work ethic, his demeanor every day, he, he just does a great job that way. I'm glad you brought up uh, backup because – you know, you never want it to happen, but actually, uh, Mick Huffman's a sophomore. He actually, st- at the end of last year, started playing a little defense for us as a freshman. Um, so he's going to start defensively for us. Another one of that talent sophomore group is going to impact our team. He backs up well. He plays quarterback on our, our JV squad. So hopefully we don't have, have to use him on offense. He's kind of going to be a defense specialist. And I tried to get him to throw him in that wide receiver every once in a while because he's an athletic, talented kid. Um, so we're going to use him in a lot of different ways, too. I wanted to ask about your stable of quarterbacks, but I was tripping over my words because I didn't want to say if if Will got hurt. But you you mentioned it earlier that 
a season with one or two guys going down that could really affect the outcome of a football season. You mentioned your offensive coordinator before. What would be his hopes for the offense this year? What are your hopes for the offense this year? Um, like I said, uh, kind of to start, um, we're going to be aggressive. We, uh, we're going to try to go some up-tempo fast. Uh, we don't have the biggest offensive li uh, line in the world, so we're going to try and uh, uh, use a lot of different formations, uh, use some motion, uh, put different kids in different spots so you can't just concentrate. You know, last year with Jack as our running back, people kind of said, well, you got to stop him first. Well, I think this year we, we were more balanced. We're going to have a lot more weapons. We have five, six, seven kids who are going to be able to get the ball and make an impact. And I think that showed down at Albert You're not just going to be able to key on one one player. So I think we're going to be able to move the ball. I think, uh, you know, making sure you get down when you get in the red zone. You know, something we haven't talked about our special teams or something I think we really have to keep working on. And, you know, we're, we're trying to find a kicker, uh, extra points, uh, field goals. Uh, they can be huge, you know, you look at the college NFL game, they, they kind of become for granted. But, you know, in high school, unless you have that kicker who works at it all the time, you know, uh, those aren't just easy points. So, you know, when we get down the red zone, we got to finish drives. Um, but I, I expect our offense to have some success and, you know, probably be the strength of our team. The defense is returning three <laughs> of your top four tacklers from last year. And, in terms of turnovers and interceptions, Jack Menster is the only one not returning who had an interception last year. Same question, but what are your hopes for the defense? You mentioned on on offense, you, you want to be aggressive, you want to be quick. Are we going to be aggressive on defense or are we going to sit back in a zone and see if our front four can put the pressure on the quarterback? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a, another great question. Uh, we're going to have to find some balance there. You know, if, if you just bring pressure all the time, if you try and use a gimmick defense, then, you know, sometimes you, you overcoach and confuse your own kids. So uh, <clears throat> we're going to try and, you know, as much as we can stick in a base defense, but we're definitely going to have to um, – use some different blitzes and, and kind of um, switch it up every once in a while just to give the offense diff different looks. And like you said, we do have a lot of our top tacklers back. And um, one thing you have mentioned is interceptions and fumble recovers. I think that'll be a key for us this year is just trying to create some more turnovers and, and get after the quarterback, create some negative plays with some sacks. And, um, you know, I know we had a big win over Monticello last year. And a part of that, Will Hush had a pick six. And, you know, those are major, major games game changers and um, carry that momentum. So um, I think if we could do that this year with some of the athletes we have, I think we can win that turnover battle. And that's always a big part of the game of football. Cass Huffman alone forced four turnovers, two fumble recoveries, and then two interceptions. Coach, I don't know if you listen to any of the other high school teams that were featured, but I, I end each episode with the same question. And, and I am a Detroit Lions fan and I'm finally excited for football season this year. Normally I go in thinking, why did I get myself into this? But a couple of years ago, they were featured on NFL Hard Knocks and they ended the season asking Dan Campbell this question, the 2022 
Detroit Lions will. And we know the Lions last year went on a run, winning eight of their last 10 games, were on the brink of a playoff berth, but did not get in. And somebody put his answer and they put a vignette behind his answer with some of the Lions' big plays on that remarkable run. Still gets the hair on the back of my neck to stand up whenever I watch it. And I've watched it quite a bit. So same question for you, but we're going to change the year and we're going to change the team. So the 2023 Cascade Cougars will. Um, I think we'll be fun to watch and uh, um, be exciting. Um, We have some athletes and, uh, you know, it's a type of football, a style of football that, you never know each Friday night. Uh, I think it's going to be some exciting games, so uh, it should be entertaining. Coach Frake, thank you for joining us on Tri-States Inside the Huddle. Best of luck to you, your kids, and your program on this upcoming 2023 football season. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, Tri-States in the Huddle. Don't forget to find us on social media. Give a like and follow on Instagram and Facebook at Dubuque Area Sports Podcast and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like and give a five-star review. And remember, you don't score until you score. Until you score. That's right, baby! (laughs)